Welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit different this week. Um, Joseph, he's right here next to me, <laughs> but I'm not next to the table, if you notice. Um, I'm not behind a table, but he's right here next to me. No, he's no, you, I'm not. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. So we're just doing this one over video this week. This is not a permanent thing, um, but this is what yeah. we're doing this week of the podcast. So we hope it doesn't interfere with your normal viewing, but we're still going to have a normal conversation just like we always do. So Joshua, yes, uh, yes, what is uh, the topic today? We are talking about broadcast inter uh, well, no, uh, news. Let's just yes. say that. Just very broad. Mm -hmm. News and media, how it dif differs from filmmaking. And we've both actually worked in news at some point. Yeah, we did. Um, so I, we both, we've talked about this in the past. We've both gone to the same school. Um, yeah. And the focus of that school was getting into broadcast media. And so usually at the end of that, um, they focus a lot on getting their students who are qualified and are able to internships, specifically at TV broadcasting stations around the area. And yes, so uh, when I was going through the program a few years before Joshua, I finished that program off with a summer internship at a place called WBTV, which if you listen to the podcast, you'll recognize. But Joshua, he did the same program as me and in so doing also got an internship, but it just so happens he got an internship at the same place I did, correct? Yes and no. Yes, that's true. You got the internship. You worked for a summer mm -hmm. at this news station in Charlotte, North Carolina. Called when WBTV. it came around for me to do it, it wasn't an internship. It was an internship kind of but i was paid it was a yeah. job job yeah. it was a full-time job or not full-time it was part-time job mm -hmm. um so you kind of went into it like an internship you kind of did a whole bunch of things just learning yeah and i actually did one specific job and i was paid so i had a job there yeah so um, you got a job going when, into it did you wait did you say you did an internship there no you I did, never okay, so interned. You, I just went straight into so the you, job. So you didn't get an internship while on the program. You just went straight no, into getting I went a job straight working into a job. There. Gotcha. But I did, I was still going to school for a semester. So the summer semester, I worked there at night, and then I would mm -hmm. get off at 7 o'clock, and I'd have to be at class by 8. Gotcha, gotcha. So pretty much to say, for a summer, I worked at... WBTV and Joshua worked there for, um, how long did you work there? A few years? A, almost a year. Um, like a month shy of a year. Yeah. Okay. So that was kind of our initial uh, step into yeah. the world of broadcasting. Um, and so t tell us a little bit, Joshua, what was your initial ideas and and thoughts about the whole thing you know what I mean well or your I experience wanted, there not not my experience before we get into that because I want to say that towards the end um, kind of talking about how it's different from f 
filmmaking. I mean, you're yeah. live. Yeah. It's live production. So something that's different, you, you're literally live for mm-hmm. everything, basically. Well, not everything. What I did was shoot small video clips mm-hmm. and that was mostly B-roll shots. If you yes. know what B-roll is, it's kind of like videos that are played while someone's talking in the background. Yeah, to so give just like context. extra shots. Yes. Yeah. So mostly what my job was to give it in context with like live media was they would have a bunch of stories. They had like a lineup of what they were going to put in the show. Mm-hmm. And that was a loose lineup. They could, if something happened, like breaking news, they could throw something, another story in there, like yeah. quick. But they had a loose lineup of the show. It was going to be like this story, this story, and then it's going to repeat a- after like an hour. It's basically yeah. going to repeat itself. And my job was to go in to the lineup and attach video files of videos that the the, the photographers went out into the field and recorded just B-roll shots and mm-hmm. I would edit it together and put it in the lineup so that once the show started, the anchor would talk about the show like they would be looking at a prompter live, reading it, and then they would be talking about like a house fire and they would be talking what happened during the house fire and then yeah. they would queue up these vi- this small 30-second video that I put together and show that while the anchor's talking basically but you ran um, teleprompter sometimes right i ran teleprompter teleprompter I, always well, made me super nervous yeah well i mean because you're in control of this little dial that you yeah. you control the speed in which the script is running through for people who are live on air and that's a that's kind of a nerve-wracking thing when you have these people who are relying on you to do it right and you could easily get ahead or fall behind and they don't have a script, you know? Yeah, well, actually, to be honest, I did it, uh, several things. I My main job was an editor to mm-hmm. edit footage for the show if they had any breaking news during yeah. the show. If I wasn't running the prompter because there was um, several different editors there at the time, And we would take turns doing the prompter. If I wasn't doing the prompter, I would be sitting at my desk waiting for breaking news to come in and throw footage, like video video clips into the lineup so that they can put it on air like as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it would be like, because it was funny when you, once the show started, we had, there was a yellow bar and it would cycle through the lineup and you could tell where they were in that lineup live on air yeah so you could see that you could be like okay this video right here needs to be edited and that's going to be live in like 30 seconds and you could see the yellow bar kind of cycling down (laughs) to it and it's like if you don't put video in there right now they're not (laughs) going to be black yeah Yeah, it's just going to be empty Well, not not black they had producers and um directors that were trained to know if there was no video if we didn't get a video in time they could just cut to something else yeah but it would look so much better if they had video and be better and definitely if there was no video when it got time to it they'd be like we got no video who's gonna throw video and they would like call us and be like get us video right now and then there would be no video and then during the commercial break that was a big thing during the commercial break there's so much going on because we're still live 
yeah. at doing the live time, but we're not on air during the commercial breaks. So usually that's when you get cussed out because yeah. you didn't get video in the lineup during mm-hmm. the commercial break. It's usually around like two to three minutes. Yeah. So you get cussed out a lot. Not cussed out, but I we had we also had a meeting at after the show because I we had a four thirty show five and then six mm-hmm. till seven and at seven it was over. Gotcha. And at seven we would have a meeting with everybody, the producers, directors, anchors, mm-hmm. reporters, anybody that was there, and said, yeah. "How do you think the show went? What could we have done better?" And that was when in front of everybody they're like. Hey, why was there no video in the lineup at that point? And you'd be like, uh, because I messed up. <laughs> yeah. I uh I was very afraid of messing up. I don't think I ever specifically got cussed out by anyone while I was interning ship at that place. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, because you were an intern. They didn't expect as much to with Oh, you, they but... they cussed out interns. I heard them. People I people I was interning with. It was just I, I got really nervous about making mistakes. And so because of that, I made sure I didn't make any mistakes, but I wasn't mm-hmm. there. I was there for probably about three months, three, three and a half yeah, months. Yeah, I was there for about a year. Yeah, so my likelihood of getting cussed at was a lot lower because of just yeah. a time game. So, well, um, And before you get into what you did, because I just want to say one more thing. I also mm-hmm. did one more job that I had. I ran the live feed from the reporters that were in the field Yeah. that they had these backpacks there was they had it several different ways they had backpacks that let out a signal that mm-hmm. could um feed video into the station by satellite or they had a satellite on top of their truck mm-hmm. like the truck on top of the news van whatever yeah. car they were in that also sent out footage i mean like signal that we could yeah, back to dial the station into. to do live yeah. live uh without interrupted live broadcasting yeah, so they on would. Location. We would be editing. We'd hear they had a separate room, kind of close to where we were editing. We could we could hear some like ringing, like the the reporter would be calling in, and we'd have to get up, go into that room, do a bunch of stuff, and kind of feed their video into the live feed so that they mm-hmm. can do a live broadcasting from the field. So that was, that was part of your responsibilities. Yeah. Was that cool? Did you learn a lot, or was it pretty simple? It was simple but i did learn a lot when it came to feeding signal broadcasting things like that yeah um and i mean there were the way they have have to do it today is a lot more simple than they did a couple years ago even because they used to have to they have the dial on top of the car and it mm-hmm. would they would put it in circles until they pointed towards the station and yeah. they would be like, okay, we're pointing towards the station. Just spin it a little bit more and it'll be more clear <laughs> signal type thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's old technology, man. Yeah. Actually, I was, did I actually went out because when I was interning, I asked them, um, they kind of let me do a little bit of a few things I was interested in. I wasn't assigned to one thing. I started out doing the whole editing and teleprompter and something similar to what Joshua was doing. Um, when he was working there. Yeah. But I didn't do that very long. I asked after a while if I could get on the video so I can get behind a camera a little bit. They didn't let me behind a camera very much. I was mostly like sitting there with the videographer and like holding stuff, which was a bit of a bummer. But um, 
But pretty much during that time, I was able to see the technology, like you were saying with the backpack that said that yeah. send signal to the station. I was there on the shoot where they used that for the first time. Because they were always the, just using, yeah, the first time they used the backpack because that was newer technology. Well, the the very very first time, or was it like the, the, first, the time first time that, that station that reporter? No, the used first it. time that station because I was with a guy who was, uh, I was with a guy who was one of the more senior videographers, right? And they, it was it was actually towards the end of my internship at the end of the summer, and they said, hey, we have we got a couple of these new backpack style things that's a little bit more easier and accessible to send signal back and it's easier to work with so they mm -hmm. said we want you to dial into the station with the truck like you normally do but we're going to try to run it off your feed from the backpack right yeah and i don't know how he did it but i was there with him and they gave it to him because he was since he was older he could do things quicker and he had more they they trusted him a little bit more with with handling it correctly they let him do kind of like a test run and it worked out nicely mm -hmm. i remember that was at close to the end of my internship so i was familiar with that all of the summer before that we were always just using the satellites on the trucks so you went out in the field but you also did some editing too yeah yeah i went out in the field and helped with a number of shoots um they weren't super interesting uh which which probably leads us into kind of kind of what were our thoughts and feelings about broadcasting you know what i mean yeah um i will mention real quick i do currently work at a place called cbn it's christian broadcasting network it's my day job and it, it's in the world of broadcasting but it actually mm. feels a little bit different i think the thing that i well you don't work in the live broadcasting part of it right um I am on a rotation that I get behind a camera sometimes. Um, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, sometimes, but I'm on a rotation. I think I've only done it once since starting. One week, uh -huh. like a, a full week of doing it in the mornings. Um, but I, uh, I, I actually don't mind it at the place where I work because it doesn't really feel like broadcasting. It feels, it feels kind of like we're producing like these documentaries almost in the form of being put out on television, you know? It's yeah. not so much of like that live news, like rushed, throw it together feel. It's kind of, they take a bit more time and they, they make things look pretty well. And it's more for like a daily show as opposed to like a daily news update. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, although they have those, it's uh, it just feels a lot different. And so I actually, I actually enjoy pretty well what I do at my current job even though it is still broadcasting but I will I'll say that just so just so people are aware when I'm talking about broadcasting when I say what I feel about it I'm not necessarily referring yeah. to my current job because my current job doesn't really feel like broadcasting honestly yeah um something I wanted to talk about to kind of the like the last couple minutes of this podcast mm-hmm what was the craziest thing or just a story you have from when you were there? Because it's... At WBTV? Yeah, WBTV or even the current job. Just something interesting. It's not that crazy. And, um, but, well, it was news, It like WBTV. It's news and a lot of uh, breaking news or things happen yeah. while you're in news. Um, is there any just stories you wanted to tell? 
about your time um, there. Yeah, I don't. It. I don't remember having a conversation with you kind of ever being like this was what happened. And I have one that you're probably gonna be like, "What the heck? That happened when you were there." Yeah, and you probably well, you had a couple things that happened that I'm sure you don't probably don't want to mention, but, um, but the the weird thing, the weirdest thing that happened while I was there was I was probably how old was I? I was probably 17. Maybe I was I was probably just turning 18, right? Yeah. Um, while working there, I probably turned 18 while I was there, and I uh, I went. We were doing this story. I don't remember what it was for, but we had to go into an adult store that had <laughs> <laughs> that had like all of the you know adult toys and whatnot mm-hmm. and movies and stuff all in there to record b-roll which was pointless because the end result was it had everything blurred <laughs> yeah they can't show that they can't show that but they wanted us to get b-roll and an interview with a guy that was there and so i remember going in and i'm just like oh I'm, I'm fresh into adulthood you know what i mean <laughs> still a teenager and i'm just like looking around trying not to blush trying to be like i'm cool uh this doesn't surprise me <laughs> But it, it certainly did. I mean, I'd never gone into an adult store before. And That's I had funny. to, the first time going in, I had to, you know, video. I had to be, I had to help while like I was on the job. And so it was a bit weird, but that's the most interesting thing I, that I can recall that happened to me. Um, Well, my experience, I'm going to take it in a different direction because I didn't go out into the field or anything like that. Um. I didn't edit anything risque or like a naked dude that I had to blur out, I don't think. <laughs> I think that might have happened, but I wasn't involved. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But one of the craziest or the something that was very crazy that happened when I was there, I would come in around 2 a.m. every night to edit the show for 4 to start our show at 4.30. Mm-hmm. When I got there at two, actually, I got there a little before two, and they said they were like, something just happened around like 12. What was the, it? There was one of the reporters that worked at WBTV. Mm-hmm. They were at the new at uh, the police department for another story that they were doing, and they were getting an interview from one of the police officers there. But they had already gotten their interview from the police officer and they were sitting in their car and just waiting, trying to get the footage or whatever they were doing in their car. And as they were sitting in their car, literally like right next to them, this gunman like walked right past them through the glass, like probably a foot away outside of their car and walked past them and started opening fire. On the building or on the on the car? Not on, not at her. It was a her, not there at the reporter, at the police officers, and oh, at the wow. police station. She was sitting in the parking lot in her car, and because they walked right past her car, as soon as that happened, she kind of just pulled out the camera because she had everything right, right there, and started recording. Did anyone get hurt? Yeah, there was people that died. What? And in Charlotte. In Charlotte, you can probably look this up. I worked there, I think, 2017, I think. I think was the year I worked there. So it had to have been 
fall 2017, something like that. Gosh, you probably could man. find this story. But that is crazy. And you did they actually use some of the footage they got? Oh, they used a lot of footage. But okay. She was she was there, and because she was on ground zero basically and had all this footage, another part of our job was we would collect like other stations we could mm-hmm. send and use other stations footage but we had to give them credit for it yeah like that's what you see on a lot of times up in the right hand corner it's like wbtv or filmed by yeah this person or something like that we you have to give them credit for that because we were wbtv and we were there everybody wanted footage from us because a gunman and like mm-hmm. a shooting at a police station was a huge thing yeah. so we had to sh- send a ton of people footage Plus, everything went on. So when I got to the station around a little before 2, it was just a madhouse. Everybody wow. was there. Like, they had called other people to come in that usually weren't there because it was such a big story. Mm-hmm. And people were there getting sent stuff out, um, doing just getting the footage edited together and everything like that. Yeah. And everything, I mean, the shooting itself had calmed down by the time I got there, but everybody was still hectic because they're like, we got, we're going to be on air soon and we're going to show all this footage and stuff like that. So that was a huge thing that happened when I was there. You know, and I think there was a, there was shots like the, like someone who was dead bleeding and stuff like that. We would always have to blur out. Yeah. Because you you can't show that on news. I think, um, I think something that really uh sorry i think something that we that i found i find really like i don't i don't like broadcasting for the most part in the news world i don't like that um a big part of it is for what you just said literally the real world is literally the movie nightcrawler you know what i mean yeah um it's these it's people who get really insensitive about things that happen and it literally becomes like this thing where people just don't care about people involved with some of these some of these things like what you just said you know it's more about like how how many people are going to view our story that we've posted um and it's just and we have video to go along with it if you watch the movie nightcrawler you know what i'm talking about it's a rough film but it's like the real world it's it's a great movie, but it's really dark, and it's sad to see that there's like that kind of stuff happens. I think overall, my feelings about broadcasting is pretty. Uh, if if it's an environment where it's just like news, and you just got to get the thing and put it out there and hurry up so we can move on mm-hmm. to the next thing, and it's like breaking news, and that's all that they're trying to sell. Um, I don't like that environment because there's nothing creative about it. Usually, the everybody you work with is like tired or annoyed or really pissed off at everybody always and i just didn't i i don't i didn't like the environment when i was there i know you were there longer so give me your feelings about broadcasting i i think i'm kind of the opposite i enjoyed it and i like the live aspect of it i i think that it's great for some reason i just being at such a fast pace and having to keep up, it definitely keeps you entertained, and you're never bored <laughs> when you're working there. So you I liked mean, that's it. what I thought. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I would say there is a news aspect to where, not that you get desensitized, desensitized all the time, 
but you are in the news all the time. So you are getting all the information of all the news that's coming in. Mm -hmm. So you're always constantly up to date and you know all the news and stuff like that. But I enjoy it. Okay. For some reason, I, I like live broadcasting. I think it's something that I like. I mean, well, I wouldn't be opposed to the hours. The only reason why I quit because the hours weren't great and just some personal things that happened to me during yeah. that time. So, Well, uh, as you can see, I guess me and Joshua, we don't, we don't always have the same opinion on stuff. We don't. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I really didn't like the environment. Uh, I just prefer slower, slower moving creativity. Um, and so it wasn't my environment. But like I said, the job I'm at now is pretty, it balances it really well. So I do enjoy it. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and close us off on this episode. Uh, we really yeah. appreciate you guys watching. Um, we hope that you found this entertaining and you know, interesting to me and my brother who's worked in the broadcasting world between us both a number of years at this point. Um, and so, yeah, we hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, feel can free we, to go ahead. Can, can we uh, give them a little taste or just let them know what is going to happen in the weeks after this week? Yes. Because um, they need to know about this. Something we haven't really talked about yet. This midnight special that's coming up, it's going to be episode 99. So episode 100 is going to come up very, very soon. Yes. Within two episodes. Yeah. Three so episodes after, away. yeah, after that episode 99, we are no longer going to do two video form podcasts a week and one midnight special. We're going to still keep the midnight special as the same as the we always do. Yep. But we're going to do a longer video. We're going to do one video that's an hour and a half long, like the Midnight Special, but it's going to mm -hmm. be video form. Yes. And in that episode, we're going to have some special things. You're going to have to come and find out what's going to happen. Yeah. But for now... We're trying to spice it up more. We're trying to give yeah. you guys more entertainment and more... Um, honestly, we, we want to grow our audience and we appreciate that you guys are here, but we want to grow out a little bit more. And so it will give you yeah, guys definitely. something a little bit more shareable, something that's a little bit more entertaining, hopefully a little bit more structured, um, but not in a bad way, just yeah, in a, in a good way to make the show better. Um, I think yeah, we'll probably so. still be coming out with that on Tuesdays and yeah. we're probably going to eliminate the Friday video episode because the midnight special will be coming out on Friday nights. So yes. we should have episodes out each week when season six happens, starting with um, episode 100. Yeah. Yep. Twice a week. <laughs> Podcast episodes twice a week. Yeah. So be looking forward to that. Um, it's um, going to be an hour and a half long, and that's going to be exciting. So, yeah. But you still have one episode left of about around 30 minutes long that's going to come out this friday and then the midnight special and then episode 100 where we do a little bit of crazy things <laughs> that we've already filmed and you don't know about it we uh threw in a little bit of uh crazy crack dad stuff in there and we also um have a secret a secret <laughs> <laughs> okay so, come back for episode 100 and All right. 101 okay so 
Thank you for subscribing if you haven't yes. already. I know about 40% of you guys watching are not subscribed. So we yes. really appreciate it if you would subscribe. Follow us on Spotify where the Midnight Special is exclusively and the audio versions of this episode. So thank you very yep. much for listening. And we will see you on Friday for the last video episode of Season 5. Yes, sir. Have a good day.